You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Fearless Business Podcast, sharing with you the business behind running a business. We're your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Mary Clavier. Each week, we'll be bringing you great guests, insights from our experiences, and a behind-the-scenes look at all the topics you may be afraid to tackle in your business, but shouldn't be. So sit back, get comfy, and let's get started. Welcome to episode 125 of the Fearless Business Podcast. I'm Mary, and I'm here with my co-host, Jamie. Today, we are moving into, if you can believe it or not, August. I'm kind of having trouble. Yeah. (laughs) Nope. I object. It cannot be August. It can't be. Like, it just can't be. I don't know. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. 2020 is just so weird. So weird. We're having a... We're having a hurricane. I know. That's like the yeah, least be- of our worries. We're like, meh. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah, it's just a hurricane. It's fine. Yeah, everything's shutting down. And yeah. We can't drive. <laughs> I know. Did you see that? We got a yes. text in our town from the mayor. He's like, you may not drive. Like, they canceled oh. camp. Did they? Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I think because the mayor said basically like the whole day, like yeah. stay home, like eight from 8 a.m., until whenever. Watch, now we'll get nothing. Of course. And then I'll be very you know angry. What? I'll, be, I'll be cool with it, though. I feel like I'd rather have nothing. It would be cool to have That's nothing true. for one. That's true. We'll, we'll take one nothing. Yes. One nothing for 2020, please. Yes, that's all. Coming right that's up. All. It'd be cool. <laughs> we can accept that. That's yeah. fine. I feel like our theme for August is a good one for 2020, though. I was just going to say, yeah. <laughs> very good. Very good. Let, Everyone's gonna, so curious now. I'm going to let you announce it. Yeah. Drum roll, please, Don. August is mindset. We're talking about mindset because why not? Well, I think that even for people who maybe did not struggle with mindset, they're probably struggling with mindset right now. To- totally. Yeah. It's It applies to so many, in so many ways. So it's so- a good timing. And we actually had it planned. So how's that? It's pretty good for us, right? I know. We're amazing. We don't have mindset issues. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Everybody does. I think we should start with like what we think mindset is. Yeah. Good idea. You want me to go first? (laughs) I can. I mean, we, I, you and I have different relationships to mindset as well. Yeah. I, I, I think that's really interesting. And we have a surprise guest on our little intro show too. We're not there yet, but surprise guest. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think mindset is? Well, for me and my 
struggles with mindset, it's around the energy I keep and how I keep myself going in a healthy way. I like that. Thank you. Just made it up. You framed it in the positive way and not ironically. (laughs) I think of mindset as those things that keep us back. Those, either it's the voice in your head or the, um, it's not tangible. It's the feeling or the thought that you have that either puts up a boundary or a barrier to something that stops you from sort of being the most you can be. And those are also often just really intangible. It's not like you don't have a good ops person or you need to hire more. It's usually, um, you know, imposter syndrome or it's not being able to say no. Yeah. Boundaries. These are all things we're going to be talking about. And so I think that I personally have, I don't struggle with many of those, um, at all. But there are times where I have had to fight through some of them, even when I don't consider that to be some of my weaker spots. Uh, And it's important at least to, even if it's not something that you necessarily think is a huge issue or is a problem, you've probably faced it without even realizing you're facing it. So I think it's just, it's an important topic to normalize, to talk about, to acknowledge and to say that, you know, even the most confident of all people still sometimes are like, why would anyone buy this from me? (laughs) (laughs) Agree. I like, actually, I didn't notice, but yeah, I had framed it in a positive way, but there are then the mindset struggles that you just mentioned that are, yes, they're definitely the things that hold you back. So I feel like there's like a positive to mindset, like how you're going forward and also those things that hold you back. I love that. I like that. I, that's cool. Yeah. It's, well, it's like right two sides of the same coin. I was having this really awesome conversation with my friend, Jen, who has a very awesome Instagram that I'm going to drop in the show notes because everyone needs to follow her. But we were talking about goal setting and she was, she's like, it makes me itch. And I was like, that's exactly how it makes me feel. I hate it so much. So I actually don't do it because it doesn't push me forward. It actually holds me back. And so I've realized that's just not how I run and that's not how my brain works and that's not how I do business. And it's, I'm fine without it. But for a long time, I kept thinking to myself, like, why are you so, why do you have this like barrier to to goals? Like, why are you not, why are you setting goals? Why do you, why can't you set a goal? And then I realized like, that's okay. I don't need to set a goal. (laughs) I know what my goals are. Like, I know where I'm going. I know what I need to do. I also know that I move a lot. I change a lot. I I follow like when something presents itself, I'm like, I'll go do that. <laughs> um, and so yeah. setting goals I found actually were barriers or boundaries for me. But acknowledging that and saying it's okay that conventional wisdom says set your goals doesn't fit for me. That's And that's kind of where I was going with the energy of keeping healthy and moving forward is like what works for you and what do you need to surround yourself with to be able to continue in the direction you want to go. Yeah. And I think along with that, it goes with who you surround yourself with, because that also can often help your mindset when you're at a bad place, when you're in a great place, like when you're celebrating, knowing that you can go to that group of people and be like, I just kicked ass. And knowing that those people are going to be so, they're not going to be jealous. They're just going to be so happy that you're doing amazing wherever they are, whatever's happening with them. That also, I think, is a part of knowing and having the confidence to surround yourself with the right people. (laughs) Yes. 1000%. That's a very, that's very important. I agree. Yeah. 
So I like that. And I think because so many people have such a hard time putting a definition on mindset, like if you think about it, we're just two people who sort of said what we think mindset is. Two two people who complement each other really well and happen to work really great together, but do work very differently and have very different brains in that way. And if we're struggling, I think a lot of people struggle to do that. So one of the things that we've seen a huge increase and you've made a business out of is the, in the world of, I don't want to use the term personality test, but for lack of a better word, I think that's sort of like the genre of it. But like the Enneagram is, you know, everybody loves the Enneagram. I had to take the Enneagram in order to become on the board of directors of the Cupcake Girls and tell them my number. Um, So we're going to have an Enneagram expert on. And I'm pretty excited because I followed this woman on Instagram for a long time. And I've a bit fangirled her a bit because I think she's quite bright. So um, I'm excited for that. And we're going to talk about your, what you do. So give me a little bit of I'm excited about that. Yeah. So along with, I agree, like personality test genre, but mine is a bit different because I work with thinking preferences, which you know, and I think we've highlighted a little bit in the past. Um, But we'll be talking about how you can use your, your thinking preferences, your own thinking preference and how you can optimize with how you work with others. So as entrepreneurs, building businesses, adding new team members, what does that look like? How do you communicate? All of that is kind of based on how you think and operate. So we'll have some great insights on all of that. Going through that process with you, um, when I did that with my team was some of the most eye opening stuff I've done because it helped me understand better how my team thinks and how to give them projects. It's, it's crazy because not everybody absorbs information and and is able to act on certain, like, this is my crazy ass idea. Go ahead and figure it out. I need to give that information to different team members in different ways. And you open my eyes to that and it made us so much more efficient and effective. Um, so there's so much value to having not only an understanding of your own strengths, weaknesses, but your team members. Um, and I feel like what you do is different than the Enneagram because I feel like the Enneagram is so much an explainer for a lot of people yeah. who are like, why do I act like this? Or why do I do this? Or where does this come from? Versus where you're really sort of focused on how a person thinks. Um, and I think they complement each other really well. So I'm excited to to have those yeah, chats. Definitely. Yeah, it is very complimentary because it's it's a different perspective. And the reason I love it so much and use it so much is because it's it also has applications. So it's not just like, oh, this is okay, this is who you are, you know, or strengths and weaknesses, but it's this is this is kind of where you are, right? Your thinking preferences, but this is how you can actually use it in a lot of different ways. So that's what's really cool about it. Um, lots of applications. It's good. You know, it's very, yeah. very good. Then I am going to give an episode about saying no. It's like my favorite thing. Just say no. That's it. I'm just going to come on and be like, <laughs> no, no. And then if you're one of my kids, you'll be like, but why? <laughs> yeah. Why, mom? We'll get you to just say no in like every language possible. Yeah. <laughs> that will be the episode. I think it's just no over and over and over again. I feel that way at home because my kids ask me, that they're yeah. like, can I do? I'm like, what? No. And then they ask the same question like 10 times. So you just have to say no, like 20 times. I'm like, why would you think that that's even something? No, you cannot put the, put a chair on top of the table and see if you can swing on 
the <laughs> ceiling fan. I wish I made that up, but I didn't. That actually happened. <sighs> I had to be like, don't do that. No, you shouldn't kick your brother so hard to see if he'll throw up. No, he will. Yeah. Yeah, my my nose are probably not as entertaining most of the time. It's ridiculous. Depends. Depends. Yeah. We got to bring our guests on, though. Yeah. Yay, guest. Come on. Join us. I can't. My microphone's not working. I, I was going to say, reveal yourself. <laughs> Welcome, Don. Thanks for having me on, ladies. So many people probably don't know why we would have you on an episode about mindset. I'm 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 shocked that I'm on here talking about it as well. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people don't know about your very interesting background, so why don't you tell them? So interesting. Tell us about yourself, Don. Where do you come from? Uh, where I come from? <laughs> well, I was I was born in Michigan. Um, I'm just kidding. Um, don't go back that far, please. Okay. Well, I think. The shortest answer would be I have a small background in psychology. I uh, went to school for a couple of years for it, uh, graduated with a couple degrees here and there. And uh, I spent uh, probably about 12, 15 years of my adult life um, working in the field of uh, forensic psychology. And uh, I decided when my son was born, you know what? I don't like that. Let's just go ahead and and uh, start a different company. You know, being like a podcast producer and all that jazz. So that's uh, that's how we got where we are right now. It's a bit of a swing, Don. Just a bit, just a little. But I saw Don speak. What was it like three or four years ago about imposter syndrome? And um, I was like, what? <laughs> This is interesting, but you give a very good talk about imposter syndrome. So I thought on our, I mean, I literally told him about this five minutes before we started recording. And as Mary said, I semi-bullied, you know, I charmed him into joining (laughs) us. (laughs) If you have a resource, you have to use it. And Dawn's a really good resource for imposter syndrome. She's leaving out that she kind of yelled at him. (laughs) Let's just, (laughs) I said charmed, but actually she yelled at him just so you all know. It was charming. So we're we're clear. A charming yell. (laughs) But I thought it would be interesting because imposter syndrome is actually something that I struggled with in the beginning of um, when I started Hashtag Legal. I didn't even think I knew that I was struggling with it so much as I would just constantly say, like, why would anyone want to hire me as their lawyer? Which, of course, they would. I'm amazing. But I don't think I (laughs) I don't think I had a name for it. And I think a lot of people, particularly when they're starting out, Imposter syndrome is a huge barrier that holds you back. So, Don, I would love to you to sort of give us a definition of imposter syndrome and tell us how you typically see it rear its ugly head. So, I'll start out like I start out my my imposter syndrome talk, and I usually will put a picture up there, and that picture is of my son, and that's something I struggle with as an imposter every second of the day. And I think every parent probably feels the same way. I don't lack confidence in my abilities for work. Um, I don't lack confidence in my abilities for other things. But if you were to ask any stranger or anybody who knows me, who spent five seconds with me, they would hear me say, I feel like I'm an imposter with my son. They would think that I was crazy because they think just the opposite. I give this air of, I got this, I got that. And 
everybody at some time or some point in their life or be it, you know, career-wise or anything else, they do suffer from imposter syndrome. And basically imposter syndrome is you, you don't really feel like you belong. And even though everybody else sees the contrary to that, and we can use that in, in light of this podcast, for instance. Jamie, for the last four years, has fought me on doing video. Um, she didn't see the point. She didn't understand why we would do that. And it was a struggle. And so it was a constant, you know, just, we got this, you can do it. And um, when Mary first came on, she struggled a little bit with being comfortable behind the mic and wondering why anybody would want to to be there and listen to her when she's talked multiple times in front of a buttload of people and she didn't, you know, struggle with that. Anybody that says they don't suffer from imposter syndrome at all ever in their life, um, they're an idiot and they're actually a liar. So, um, <laughs> we, d we all suffer from it in form, form or another. And it's, it's tough. It can be super, uh, debilitating. And it can stand in the way of you growing and advancing your career and advancing your business, especially in this in this aspect of what we're talking about. So what do you do? Yeah. Fix us, Don. No, how do you how do you how do you start to work through that imposter syndrome? Like how do you do you just have a moment where you're like, No, I'm I'm gonna do video or I am gonna co host a podcast? So um again I'll go revert back to my my talk. Um we play the the, uh, you know, the game that we pay as kids, you know, the, but why? And so you keep asking yourself, but why? If you guys have ever had a conversation with a kid and they go, um, the sky's blue and they go, but why? Well, because of this. And they go, but why? And they go, well, you go because of this. And they go, but why? And you go, well, because of this. And you just keep having that conversation with yourself to really get to the point where you have no more whys. You run out of excuses. And that's basically what it is. It's one excuse to say, I can't do this or I can't do that. And if you go through that, you know, have a friend or just look in the mirror. One of the slides I use is, you know, Stuart Smalley from the Saturday Night Skip, you know, where he's going, uh, I'm good enough. You know, I'm smart enough. And gosh darn it, people like me. And I think if you do those things and you go through that, then you, especially if you're actually being honest with yourself and have that conversation, you go, uh, I, I don't know. There's nothing left. I mean, you know, I mean, it's just like with you, Jamie, when we were talking about video, it's like, well, why do I need to do this? Well, it's because of this. Well, why do I need to do that? Well, it's because of this. And finally you got to a point where you're just like, oh, okay, fine. I'll start doing video. And once you started doing it, what happened? I was amazing. And you were okay at it. And you know, and, and so, and Mary, the same thing about you. You know, we've had many conversations about getting our confidence and being confident in our abilities to do this. And you've grown. You just basically have to have a friend or somebody else. And, and I like to think of it. It's great to have a friend, but if you can do it yourself and have those conversations yourself, that is heads and shoulders the best conversation because you can't lie to yourself because we all know, you know, deep down inside, if we're honest, that we can't fool ourselves. I, I think that's the start of it. Just having those conversations and playing that, but why game, you know, that, that kid's game that it's really not a kid's game. It's just the kid, you know, just not understanding. And they just want to keep asking. That game is never ending in our long car rides, <laughs> literally with our kids. 
<laughs> That's true. But it does work. Eventually you sort of run out of excuses. I Yeah, I think sometimes it's hard to like to even see it for yourself, right? Like yes. it depends on what the scenario is if, you know, because you could say like, oh, I don't have any issue, but actually it is there. It like there's things that like also subconsciously like hold you back, I guess, yeah. for lack of a better description. Well, I find sometimes if you if you're around the right people, not the yes people, but the people who genuinely know you and yeah. will call you and be like, yeah, you don't look good today. <laughs> when those people say to you like you're crazy you'd be great at that and you're like no I wouldn't that I think is a good trigger for yeah. oh maybe I'm being a bit hard on myself or maybe I'm feeling like you know there's something more going on here if right. it's that you really just don't want to do it just because you'd be good at it doesn't mean you should do it <laughs> yeah. but if if it's something you want to do or you think would be good for your business and it's something that you're interested in and you're saying to yourself, but I wouldn't be any good at it, or why would anyone listen to me? Or I think some of those are some of those hallmarks that can be the trigger for you when you're starting to think, why am I putting up this boundary? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, video was a big one for me. That was uh, that was very true. What Don said. Yeah, same for me with the podcast. <laughs> if I listened to myself a year ago, I sound very different. Yeah, it takes time, but a lot of it takes practice and time too. Totally. Yeah. It, yeah, cuz you're building a skill too, right? Like you're yes. you're building a skill at the same time that you're, you know, expanding your brain and your mindset and fighting through yeah, <laughs> all that negative self-talk. Well, I think I think if 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 a person looks at it, there's no worse critic than yourself. I mean, you see all of your warts, you see all the things that you feel or inadequate and you know it's that inner voice that's amplified by probably the people that we've looked to in our past um as somebody who is supposed to be our biggest fans or stuff like that and we hear that voice reminding us that we're not good enough we're not this we're not that and you may not be the best at everything we're not van gogh so um you know when we draw a picture no matter how hard we try, we're still going to look like a really goofy-looking stick figure. Um, but I think the problem that a lot of us have is we're so afraid and so paralyzed by that fear that we don't even give it a try. And I think for a business, I'll use my business for an example. Um, I'm told by many people, uh, one of the pe people on this podcast, for instance, that I need to be more of the center of attention for my business because, you know, I need to be more of an advocate for it and more of out front. I wonder who said that. Uh, it, was, it was, I don't know. Let everyone guess. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder who said it that. It was Brie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I, I think for me, I've spent a majority of my life behind the scenes with a lot of things. So I, I'm not comfortable being up front. Um, I'm comfortable saying the things I need to say to get people where they need to be. Um, but a lot of times I'm not comfortable being the spotlight being on myself, not because I fear anything. It's just, that's just not who I am. So I've had to learn how to be more vocal and more things when I go to, um, conferences to say more, because usually my default is just to listen. And I do that very well. Uh, to a point where if you leave a conversation with me, you'll feel you'll feel like great conversation. But if you think about it, I probably said maybe two or three words during the whole entire conversation. And that's by design, but also 
um, something that I feel more comfortable with. So I think we need to work on getting out of that comfort zone. So like Jamie said, you know, just because you should do it doesn't mean you uh, you need to do it. Shouldn't be kind of a thing. But um, I think that with a lot of this stuff, we, we need to get past our uncomfortableness and, and go ahead and do those things um, because it gives us and it gives our brand a better awareness and our people that are trying to get us to see us and understand what we're trying to get to. Um, and the other thing I would say would be don't, don't get caught up in being perfect. Nobody falls but backwards into being awesome at something. Uh, very rarely does that happen. And it takes work. Um, and the two of you have worked really hard for your craft, not just for what you do for your business, but also all the little things, especially for this podcast. You know, Mary's worked really hard on being a better interviewer, being more comfortable, being uh, there. Jamie's worked really hard in putting more effort into some of the stuff that we're doing behind the scenes, um, which she didn't do as much before, but she's doing that a lot now. And I think everything that we do, you know, with this stuff is, is just to try to get comfortable with it. And I think it was funny because I told, I told Mary, I said, give it about seven or eight episodes and then you're going to start to feel a little more comfortable with things. And when I said that to you, Mary, you were like, uh-huh, sure, Don. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Um, <laughs> and Jamie's a polished speaker. And I told Mary the same thing. I said, it took Jamie's seven or eight episodes to get comfortable behind the microphone to be able to do those things. And she speaks all the time. It's just getting and working past all those things, I think, is the toughest part. That's good advice, even though you put us all in the spotlight. But we'll accept it because you put yourself in the spotlight, too. Yeah, thank you, Don. Thanks, Don. He said some nice things, too. He did. Thanks, Don. Thank You're getting better at talking at conferences, although you've got to be so psyched about not having to go to conferences anymore. <laughs> okay. I had the best like flashback when he was talking about that. I was thinking about when we went to WDS last year and we had the, remember we hosted the entrepreneur meetup yeah. and like we look over and Don has like five new friends in like one minute. And Jamie and I are standing there like, what's going on? And he's just like standing against the wall, like his arms are folded, like, and then, and all these people are just like right next to like being best friends. You but made he a lot of new friends that night, Don. You didn't move from that spot though. You and <laughs> no, I were like didn't. all over. We hosted. So yes. at WDS is World Domination Summit, which is an event that Don and I, we've been going to that for many years now. And Mary came this past year, which was super fun for the first time. Awesome. One of the cool things about that event is they have amazing speakers, but they also allow attendees to pitch meetups. And so we pitched an entrepreneur one and it was really successful. We had a lot of really people. Good, come. Yeah. It, was, it was awesome. I was really proud of it. I was very much looking forward to running it again this year. I know. Next year. Next year. And the three of us ran it and I was like, there's not even a chance Don's going to show up. And yeah. uh, he came and he sat in his little corner and he met those four or five people. Mary and I were all over that room. Don didn't move, but it was a great success for all of us. <laughs> hey, I did handshakes. I, everybody had their own specific handshake with me and it was recorded and it was... Um, all five. Oh, weren't you wearing... He was wearing someone's pin. He was the with the waitress's pin. Quite the conversation starter. Yes. Did I not say that that was going to happen? You're brilliant. Right. Jamie right. was yelling at me like always going, what are you doing? This is stupid. Don't do that. And I was like, it's going to work. It's going to work. Trust me. And what happened? 
to work. And he had a flock. There was, oh, there was a flock goodness. of people next to him. We were very, it was very much out of your comfort zone. So yeah, good for you. Great job, Don. I'm excited for the month of August. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be some interesting Sweet. stuff. I think we have some good interviews coming up. We have some good information. What do we want to hear about mindset? Let's talk yeah. about, I want like to hear, I want to hear their issues, but I also want to hear how you define mindset. Cause I found that. To oh be yeah. That's so a good one. Cool. So tell us yeah. how you define mindset and, yeah. um, what mindset issues you face because we will take those for future episodes and find some really cool experts to talk about them. Mm-hmm. If you are not a member of our private Facebook group, you can find us at fearless business podcast HQ on Facebook. You can also find us at fearlessbusinesspodcast.com on Instagram or anywhere that you listen to podcasts and feel free and leave us a review. We love reviews. We love the stars or the hearts or whatever they are. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. We'd love it if you'd subscribe and share this podcast. Reviews are amazing too. Please visit fearlessbusinesspodcast.com for more information. If you'd like to connect with Jamie, visit hashtag legal.com. And if you'd like to connect with Mary, visit the transitionscollective.com. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next time. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.